Welcome back, guys. It is the Brothers Geek Out Podcast. Happy New Year. And we've tried this three times now. We had technical difficulties and sorry for the podcast coming out late, but we've got so much to go through. But G-Man's here in the UK. Uh, how's it going, bro? You all right at Mums? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at Mums last week of being in London before we head back out to Dubai on Saturday. It's a shame that we couldn't do the podcast together since we're in the same mm. country. Uh, uh, no. Even though we did on Saturday and it didn't it didn't unfortunately technical difficulties but um yeah at least we're doing it anyway better late than never uh, yeah. and there's always stuff going on in the geeky world for us to talk about man there's always shit to no, talk no, about exactly yeah. exactly uh yeah that's it it's been yeah it's been busy bro you know getting back into work routine and everything else but we had a great time off I suppose during the holidays uh yeah, it was uh, it was busy, but it was good to chill with family. We had good food. You can't complain, man. Always nice to have everybody together at Christmas. Mum and dad are off to Bangladesh. Well, they're already there. Uh, so yeah, it's been delightful. Uh, it's been good. We've got it's like another good. week left. We're gonna. I know we've got a couple of days left together, so it'd be good yeah, to you catch guys up. Are popping by tomorrow, I'm gonna cook dinner. I'm gonna cook. My oh yes, famous. you're cooking dinner. I'm hold up, my hold famous... up. Hold up. I'm my internet here. Wired connected. There's a reason why we have to go tomorrow. Give us cooking dinner. Uh-uh. All right, so we'll have a party. We're going to have to do three-day party. Three-day right. cool. party. Do the thing. All yeah, right, I'm cool. Christmas party pizza. And yeah. then I'm going to start. And then I will do my famous linguine gamberi um, as main course. Um... So yeah, man, I'm a cook. I think I've been getting cussed here. When I come here, listen, man, when I come here, mum's normally here. Right? Obviously, she's gone back to Bangladesh, but I, mum babies me, and I love it. I'm not even going to lie. I love it. Right? Ask any one of the mums, ask anyone. Our love is going to be your baby, whether she's three or, or 60. Right? Same with me. I'm a 40-year-old man, and mum babies me, and I love it. She cooks for me. She cleans my dishes, everything. Right, so I get cussed when I come home for being a lazy boy for not doing dishes and whatnot. Man, I do it myself. I've been doing dishes and everything myself for the last eight years, man. So um, anyway, because of getting cussed and just sitting back, I was like, you know, I'll cook you guys dinner. Go do a little something, something. Um, man, I got a vitamin stuck in my throat, man. Oh, lose. So yeah, that's why I'm cooking dinner. Just kind of treat no, everyone. That's cool. Mom, no, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. we'll, 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 you know what? I don't even know what time we're going to pop, pop around because, all right, we'll work out. Uh, but yeah, other than that, man, we've got loads to catch up on. I mean, I, I hate starting off the podcast with sad news. And the past two, past week, we lost some legends. Uh, so we lost Pele, was it last week, just before Christmas? Uh, man, what, what a guy. Uh, who doesn't know that guy's name and what he's done? Uh, and for the sports as well. Uh, uh, yeah, Pele, rest in peace, man. Rest in power. He's a he's a massive legend in the football industry. Uh, and us as you know, we watch we watch football sometimes with the friends, but you know, World Cup and things like that. But you know, we're not big fans. But you know, when somebody like that, a legendary sportsman, leaves a legacy like that behind, we can only praise him. 
hundred percent. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch football. I'm not interested, but I know Pele. I know the name Pele. I know he's a legend. I believe, if I'm not wrong, he won three World Cups. I don't know, but I don't. Again, that's someone that that's uh, someone who don't know anything about football. But I believe so. Um, in his time, and he's a legend. I, I don't know if I want if, if this is a true statement, but he could be like the Michael Jordan of basketball because I don't follow basketball, but everyone knows Michael Jordan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but yeah, no, rest in peace. I think it was like 82 or 80 plus that he lived up to, which is, you know, you know, a good age at least. Uh, and he's going to leave a legacy behind, not just in football, but just as, as an athlete and a sportsman. And I believe he's done a lot of charity work and whatnot and a legend in Brazil. So, you know, rest in peace, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. football legend. Uh, guys, just to let you know, if you hear someone screaming in the background, that is my little girl. Uh, so her voice will feature in this podcast. So uh, if you hear random screams like that, apologies, but a father's got to do what a father's got to do, right? Okay. Any blanks? Yeah, well, yeah. Only jobs to do. Uh, but yeah, um, G-Man, somebody else we recently lost as well, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm not familiar with this person, but Jakob and Ash... And anyone who knows about racing and cars and modifying cars was was a fan of him. Uh, someone called Ken Block. And, oh yes. And I, spoke, I spoke to Ashraf. Like Ashraf had a, had a different reaction to what I had because I don't know him. I'm not I'm not really into cars and stuff. But Ashraf had a different reaction because he's into all of that stuff. And he drive, you know, I believe he drives like supercars and kitted out cars and does stunts and all that sort of stuff. And unfortunately, hmm. he died. I think. Yeah, it, it do it. I don't know if it was a stunt or just driving in the uh, in a uh, snow snow patrol snow snow plow or starting snow patrol car or something like that. I don't know. Sorry, but yeah, rest in peace to to him. I guess to people who who know him and follow cars and all that stuff. Will you know in in their world, he's he's a legend, um, or he's someone that's known anyway. About fifty mm. years old, or something, fifty five or something. Very young. But I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know him, but I believe if he's known for cars and doing stunts and then he died, unfortunately, in a, in an accident doing a car stunt, then I guess he died doing what he loved because it's not a safe thing doing those things, right? No, I it's not. It's not. He loved. So, you know, I, I hope I'm not perceiving something that, that might not be true, but, you know, um, he, uh, you know, it's something that he does and what he's known for. So rest in peace and condolence to his family. No, of course, of course, man. Uh, respect and praise goes out, definitely, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, and then another bit of sad news, we almost lost an Avenger. Um, I know, man. Critical but stable condition. He actually posted an Instagram post. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner had mm. a accident, a snow plowing accident or something, uh, and he was in critical but stable condition. He actually posted a a uh, Instagram or, or Twitter or something saying that I'm in a bad condition, bad enough to type, but just to let you know, I love all the support for the love and uh, and whatnot. So he posted a little site, but he looked busted up. But uh, we almost lost uh, an Avenger, man. So I hope and I wish him speedy recovery. And I'm glad to hear that he's going to fully recover, I hope. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. The thing is, th- this is the only one thing about the internet, yeah? Because we fully don't know what is exactly happening. Now, I heard my man got his leg severed and he lost a leg and everything. Like people on social media, without knowing the facts, are just spreading horrendous rumours. And then, you know, I think it was his chest or something. We don't know the details. You know, 
I don't really care about the details. I just want to know if this guy's all right. You know what I mean? Uh, but man, you MFs spreading random rumors and the rest of it. It's not nice, man. It's not nice because if you were in that position and people are saying you lose losing legs and a limb and stuff like that. Anyway, that's just my my thing because I was like reading up on it and I was like, oh man, I feel for the guy, you know? He, he does, he actually regularly cleans and plows his own area when it snows and stuff like that. And uh, to have a horrendous accident like that is quite, it's quite sad, but uh, I'm glad he's recovering. Loads of prayers. That's good to hear. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the thing is, you just don't know. I was doing fight talk yesterday with uh, with K West, uh, mm. which will come out. You, you, which will come out soon. Do check it out. And it's our mm. 2023 wish list. Anyway, during that, there was this stuff that came out about Dana White and all this sort of stuff, and his wife and some altercations. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even want to comment on it because I have mm. no idea what happened. I don't know the background. I don't know the content. And the problem is, is like. You know, when you are famous, when you're in the public eye, you know, you, if something happens, that not not only is the truth out there, but there's all a whole lot of other bullshit that's out there, and you just don't know what's right or wrong. So I just prefer not to comment uh, unless all the facts are out there, or if I'm, I don't know, I guess if I'm familiar with things. But yeah, look, I mean, just just I'm glad to see his message, and I'm glad to see he's doing all right. And, uh, you know, I'm a fan of his work. Obviously, I'm biased and Hawkeye is the biggest fan that I'm, of his work that I'm, 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 I like. But he's awesome. I, I, hope he, I hope he's well and I hope he recovers well. No, definitely. Uh, he will. He will. He will. He'll push through. Cool. Um, the other things are just real quick to um, moving on to uh, things that we've watched. I finished off watching. I think I, I don't know if I spoke about it. I finished off watching... Um, uh um ah oh, why have I gone blank for come on G uh Alice oh, in Borderland brain. Alice in Borderland that's it bloody hell my brain just forgets things uh good show man good I I know you haven't seen it but bro you should you should watch it it's really really good and I like actually I don't want to spoil it yeah I don't want to spoil it for anyone but I like what they what they did you know what I mean I I personally like what they did um there was no it, it ended, it just ended, you know, which is good. Because sometimes these days with shows, they just never ended. Um, and especially when it's like season two or whatever, early season, they just always leave it on a cliffhanger to be like, oh, would there be a season three? Or would it? They, they just ended it and I liked the way they did it. Um, so it was an interesting one. That was a good one. We also, I also watched Knives Out, the onion, onion thing. Glass Onion, uh, yeah. Glass Onion, which was really good. Great, great cast. Just good mystery, murder mystery. Daniel Craig's awesome. Batista was awesome. Just really good movie. I really enjoyed that. No, it's it's, it's a good part. It's, it's it's something that we don't get no more. And they say Hollywood are getting boring, but this was wicked, bro. Like it was a a mystery drama of like guess who who done it, and it was brilliant. So listen, I'm gonna put a bit of a spoilers out there, yeah. So it's uh based on the son is it Sandra Brandt character. Okay, so she has a twin sister. So spoilers, spoilers, yeah. Uh, who investigates her murder? I don't think that is the twin sister. I think that is Cassandra. I think she plotted it and plotted this thing to happen because the way Daniel Craig said, "Are you satisfied? Are you, you got you what you got to do what you did?" and she, the camera panned into her face. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's lies. It's all lies. They set mm. us all up." So, so but it had an she, interesting twist. I don't think it's a twin sister. So you don't think she died from the poison? You think that is her, and there is mm. no such thing as a twin sister because 
no one the thing is on that because no one commented saying oh i didn't know she had a twin sister do you know what i mean everyone acted like she they knew she had a twin sister well that's this is i don't know man i don't they did they didn't they didn't know did they I'm I'm pretty sure they did know because I don't think anyone they thought she was except Edward Norton who's the one who killed her. Everyone thought it was her. But no one when when they found out she was dead, no one said, Oh, I didn't even know she had a twin sister. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, think yeah, no yeah. one made, made it clear that she had a twin sister. So I don't I don't know. know. I just feel like that's that was her. But yeah, you're right. You're right. So thinking about that. I think I just saw that last scene and it kind of played on my head and uh I just felt like that was Cassandra, just you know, five years after rundown and ready to cause some revenge. Mm, great movie though. I love the reason why I just talking about these sort of murder mysteries or the, the, even the first one where it's just uh, captures you straight away just by yeah. the performances of of you know the characters or whatnot. Where you're just like, I'm engaged. Like I'm, you got yeah, me. Yeah. And I don't think I'm necessarily yes. I want to know who the murderer is because that's the whole point of it. But I love the little intricate details and the investigation and the detective work and all that sort of stuff. Everything that, that goes uh, into it, right? Everything that goes into it plays a big part. Big part captures you straight away, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I think the director made the statement that Batista is like probably one of the best actors to come out of wrestling. Um, I have to say he's definitely awesome. He's really good. The vast amount of characters that he's played from this one to uh, uh, Drax to, you know, the, the taxi one, the Uber one. Uh, he was he's, in, uh, he's a versatile actor, bro. And he's versatile. in some great movies, bro. I mean, he's in Blade Runner, Dune. You know, so he's got a great catalogue of movies and he's still got loads to come out. He's got the new one with M. Night Shyamalan coming out. I can't remember what that was called. But again... You know, Mr. Knight said that he was absolutely amazing. He brings his A game. He's 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 one of those actors that's hungry and eager. Yeah, I think he's awesome. And and then like even though he's this big brute wrestler, I feel like his face has a lot of emotions in it. I don't have to explain it. I mean, like I'm not an actor and whatnot, but you know, you could tell us and you, when you're watching a movie or whatever where. Um, there's a lot of motion in the face and the eyes, and he's very versatile. I, I, I give him credit. I think he's an awesome actor. I, I think he's, I think he's great, uh, and I really feel like the future's bright for him and his acting career, whatever and yeah. wherever he wants to take it. So I'm a fan, man. I'm a big fan of Batista. No, definitely, me too, bro. Me too. Uh... Cool. The other movie we watched, which we haven't really spoke about, was Avatar. Yes. Um, which was a visually masterful spectacle, man. I mean, I'm glad. I I'm glad we first of all it's hit 1.4 billion already oh. now, um, and um, I think that's what in two three weeks. And you know, I'm glad I watched it. I IMAX 3D because mm-hmm. it, it you need to watch it in IMAX 3D just to really embrace yourself in the visual spectacular spectacle that it is. Yeah, yeah, of um, course, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. Brilliant, bro. Absolutely brilliant. The the visuals is... Uh, me, bro, I was amazed by it. Absolutely amazed by it. Definitely. So, a star for that. I mean, look, I, I've, I've said it's a great movie in the sense that I don't think the story's great. I think the story's standard. But hmm. really, I think there's more to it than just the story uh, of this movie. Is it's, it's everything, right? And it's a continuation of a movie from 10 years ago... Uh, and some of it felt like a documentary. They really wanted to express this, you know, the new tribe, the water tribe, and 
where they live and how they live and the ocean. Yeah. I think he really wanted to perfect the, um, the the visual effects within the ocean. And yeah. it looked amazing, you know what I mean? So some of the, some of the you know, some of the scenes seemed like a documentary and they wouldn't really brush past anything. They, he really wanted to express things, you know? Um, so which is why I think it's such a spectacle, you know? Story aside, story's cool, story's okay. I don't, I, it does, I, I appreciate it. But I really appreciated the emphasis on the um, the visual effects and the culture that he's trying to express. Like he's literally invented a new culture and a new language and all that stuff, and he's really trying to express it in this movie, mm. not just be like, oh yeah, it's just for the movie. It's almost like you know, because people have that syndrome where they want to be in the Avatar. He, I think he's done it so well that people want to believe these Avatar, this culture is real. Yeah, um, yeah so of course. Why I think it's such a great movie. I don't know if it's going to hit the two two point. It, you know, it needs to hit two billion to make even, hmm. and then three, four, and five will come out within the next couple of years and whatnot. I don't know if it'll. I think it'll hit the two billion. I don't know if it'll hit the two point eight or nine billion to to be the best highest grossing movie, beating Avatar one. Um, but I, I reckon it'll hit the two billion um, soon. So, yeah, I'm sure it will, bro. I'm I'm sure it will. I think it will. I mean, it's grown so quickly, but. Yeah, let's see what it does, bro. That's 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 nuts. It was a good movie. It was good fun watch. I mean, for me, it'd be the one watch, but it's got to be watched in IMAX 3D, definitely. Quality screen, surround sound, and then 3D visuals. The 3D visuals was good, bro. When he was able to create a film that allows you to continuously see that 3D throughout the whole movie. Definitely. Um, watch. I finished off Andor finally. Yeah. Uh, I, I was halfway through and then I moved to Dubai and whatnot and I finally finished off. What a different approach to the Star Wars universe, yep. you know? You got 12 episodes of character and story building with nothing to do with the... I mean, not, when I say nothing to do with but no Jedis or none of that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? You'd think you'd get 12 episodes of Obi-Wan or, yeah, yeah. you know, Mandalorian. No, they spent 12... 45, 50-minute episodes on this Andor story. And it felt real like a political story. It was very, very interesting, very deep, very different approach to, to Star Wars universe, yeah. which I think yeah. is a great take <clears throat> on Star Wars because it just took it outside that realm of just... I mean, it's always been about the Emperor and the Rebellions and whatnot, but take it out of the realm of Jedis and, and all that sort of stuff and the supernatural powers and whatever. Um, I thought it was interesting. I'm not going to lie. I, I wouldn't say I'm 100% engaged. There were some parts that I was kind of like, maybe like not paying attention. But overall, I thought it was it was a great, great show. So I'm glad I finished it off. Nice, good show, man. Very, very delighted to see a different Star Wars, a different part of the Star Wars universe as well. Something more gritty, more gri like grimy. And yes, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I fully enjoyed it. I loved it. The physical props, the, the look and feel of it and stuff like that. It just makes you feel like, oh, that reminds me. You know, that's true fan Star Wars work there, bro. You know what I mean? But they gave it to us like a BBC drama. Mm. Definitely good. Definitely good. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season, bro. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean they left it on a on a cliffhanger, right? So we'll see we'll see where they take that. And obviously, this is going to lead to was it Rogue One, right? It leads to Rogue mm -hmm. One. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I wonder if they get Donnie Yen involved in the future ones. I don't know, but anyway, I'm just just speculating. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, cool. Moving on to some news, 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 news. 
Uh, okay, I gotta, let me just read this out. According to Variety, movie studios can now legally be sued if they present misleading information about an appearance of actors in film trailers as, a, as of a Wednesday ruling of the U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson. The ruling came in the midst of a lawsuit against Universal regarding the trailer of 2019's movie Yesterday, which featured actress Anna de Amas, yeah. despite the actress not being included in the final cut of the movie. So this caught my attention because I saw the thumbnail. It was a clickbait thumbnail where yeah. it was the Avengers Infinity War trailer, and which was a brilliant trailer. I, I remember that trailer so much, right? So good. Uh, but there was that end scene where you had all the Avengers. You had Cap, I am uh, no Cap, War Machine, Hulk, whatever, just running in Wakanda. And then yeah. when it came to the movie, there was no Hulk. Hulk did not look like that. It was smart. It wasn't even smart Hulk. Um, they were, he was in Hulkbuster. That was one example. So it came off. That's what caught my interest. But it was misleading trailer. Um, but yeah, interesting about this because you you were talking about it before, right? That this actress didn't even show up in the movie, so that that caused like I don't. Yeah. Think so I mean, basically, what happened was originally was she was shown in the trailer. These guys have gone and rented out the movie to watch it and be like, ah, oh, man, I just wasted two and a half hours of my life. This woman is not even in it. And, you know. People would go watch a movie because their favorite actress or actors are in it. You know what I mean? Uh, the fact that they did that, and even when I watched it, I was like, "Who, who was she supposed to be, and what happened exactly?" So it is misleading, bro. Definitely. So the fact that you could get sued over it, why not, bro? Because we're paying the monies to watch it. We're paying the money to watch something, so I can understand. But somebody like Marvel Studios, they have. I think they have a better play on doing stuff like that because we're we're expecting the unexpected. Where in a movie like that, it's a whole different thing. Mm, mm, that's true. I mean, I wonder if now this will start kicking off things. If you know, in one of the Marvel movies, they don't show or they show a clip and it's not in the movie because that's that's happening now, um, and people start suing and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I hope not because that would just be annoying. But to be fair, I, I'm trying my best not to watch Marvel trailers anymore. After Doctor Strange, I'm always going to hold a little grudge because they spoil such good things in, in Doctor Strange uh, for me. So I'm trying my best not to watch the trailers anyway. But um, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting thing, man, that, that can, people can be sued by. I guess you're right, though. I mean, ev even if you were to like, you know, there's a new movie and you say your favorite actor, whoever it is, Idris Albert's in it and you're yeah. promoting it moaning it and my guy dies in the first two minutes and you're like what the fuck I, I came here for him hold on and you... they did that with under seat not under siege executive decision yeah my guy died in two minutes that's that's what i mean that's what came to mind i mean i didn't want to pick steven cigar because I don't, I don't think he's my favorite actor but no. just saying you know what i mean when you are when you do have a favorite actor or actress that you follow and you want to support them and then that happens, you kind of like, well, what's what, like, I mean, maybe you're still going and enjoying a movie and you appreciate someone else's acting and appreciate someone else. But then you're like, but I, I did come here for him. I wanted to see him or her performance. And now, now that person's not there. What the hell? So what you do is what Christopher Nolan did. What's that? What do you do? In Interstellar. Can you imagine he put Matt Damon's name on there? Well, I can't even remember. Was Matt Damon even in it? He was in the beginning. No, man, he was in the middle. Oh, okay. I can't remember, bro. Yeah, and he steals the ship. He tries to lose, and then he loses. Like it, it'll throw people off thinking, "Ah, oh, Matt Damon's in this movie. I could do this." 
I'm gonna go watch it, and then mm. find out that my guy's three hours, like two hours into the movie, and then dies in two minutes. It's 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 misleading. So you do what he does, and you make it a surprise. You make it, you know, for so- somebody to remember it, and you're like, oh shit, that was awesome. Matt Matt Damon was in that. So, sorry. Yeah. So don't say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, just do it right. If they're not a big part of the movie, then you don't need to p- put the promote the movie as they are. You know what I'm trying to say? So hmm. if you put Matt Damon or The Rock or whoever, like the most famous actor at the moment, you don't have to promote it with them if they're not in the movie for a long period of time. You could just have exactly. them in as a guest appearance and whatnot. Um, but yeah, let's see. I mean, just trying to. I had another example in my head, but I lost it now as I was talking. But um. Yeah, no, I lost the example. But let's see what That's happens, right. man. Interesting. Interesting take on things. All right. Let's move on, bro. Uh, okay. Uh, the Last of Us TV show coming out on January January 15th, and the first episode will be about 85 minutes. So just okay. for that, I'm going to check that out. Pascal is my dude. I love that guy. Um, yeah, bro, he's sick. He's sick. I, Ash, I've never played the video games, but Ashraf told me when I get the PS5, I should invest in a video game. They're quite fun. They're good to play, and it's got a good storyline to it. So maybe I'll check it out. I don't know, but we'll take a look uh, if I have time for that. Uh, ben Affleck to play. Okay, so Ben Affleck, I think these are rumors. Or hmm. Apparently, Ben Affleck has spoken to Marvel Studios to play a character called Dario Agar. Now, have you heard of this character? I'm not familiar with this. No, not familiar. Uh, let me Google, because I'm not familiar with this character, but I mean, there's some funny tweets of, uh, um, you know, you know, of all the recent events happening in DC, and there's a funny tweet of uh, Kevin Feige coming, snatching them all up and bringing them to the MCU, which uh, would be awesome if he did. Um, all right, so he's an antagonist. He's a, sorry, he's a villain. So who is uh, oh. Dario? Uh, Dario Aga is the latest iter- iter- iteration of the of the villainous. Mintaro, Min, Minotaro, Dude, man, I can't even read, man. Mino, to, to fuck that, man. Anyway, Minotaur. who was first adapt? Yeah, I think that. I think that's the word. Yeah. Uh, any embarrassing myself here? Uh, <laughs> who was first it's all right, bro. Greek mythology for Marvel comics. Um. So anyway, half bull, half man type of shit, <laughs> man. Anyway, oh, I'm right. Not, I'm not, yeah. yeah. I know yeah, what so you I'm mean. Not, I know what you mean. Not familiar with him, but maybe. If they're doing, if it's like from a Greek mythology, maybe it's about Hercules, man. Maybe it could be about the Hercules movie and, uh, or, or, or you know, something to do with that, basically. Um, and Zeus right. and Thor and all that sort of stuff. So could be something about that. But it'd be great to have Affleck in the MCU. Um, I still think they should put Henry Cavill in the MCU. Uh, I think he's got such great potential to play yeah. a great character in the MCU. I mean, there is so many rumors flying around. And we'll talk about that in a second uh, with the new movies coming out. But real quick, before, like uh, Secret Wars and and uh, what's the other one? Kang Dynasties and stuff. But real quick, before we get into that stuff, right? All the rumors and the possibilities and stuff. Black Panther 2 uh, to come out January 20th on Disney+. Plus. Nice. I'm looking forward to watching that again. I didn't get the chance to watch that a second time. <laughs> no, God damn, bro. Right, I was waiting for that one. Alhamdulillah. All right. Alhamdulillah. Yes, Ashraf's looking forward to that because he couldn't watch it because he had the baby. So he's waiting for that to come on Disney+. Plus. Nova will be a movie instead of a Disney Plus special edition. That's so right. There's a lot more investment on there. 
All right, and that's it for the Marvel stuff, but let's get into some of the rumors that's happening. Uh, because there's so many rumors. Again, I'm not getting hyped. Uh, I learned from Doctor Strange. All these rumors and all this bullshit got me hyped. And Doctor Strange was a great movie. It, it wasn't the best, but it was st- it was still good. But I think the expectations I went in with because of listening to all this bullshit also had an effect on my 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 of me enjoying the movie. But just throwing these rumors out there because they are exciting. But you got we got Secret Wars coming. We got what's the other one? Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Yeah, coming. There's all these rumors saying you know um, that. Hugh Jackman signed up to two movies, right? One of them is definitely Deadpool. The other one could be one of the Avengers movie. There's all these rumors saying that Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man is going to show up and he's going to fight alongside Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Fucking exciting. It's, I, I like the ideas. I would, I, of course, I will welcome it to bits and cry yeah. and scream. No, I'm not getting too hyped because I don't care. If, I'm, I'm putting myself in a position. If it don't happen, I don't care. Yeah. Um, there's other rumors of um, Century, Century to be the uh, one of the villains in um, I think it's Kang Dynasty or something like that. Yeah. Uh, again, that's someone. Well, he he no 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 not Kang Dynasty. Sorry sorry sorry. Um, Thunderbolts, I believe. Um, oh right. Okay. He joins the Thunderbolts, but he's not really a bad guy. Um, oh. They just manipulate him a little bit. I believe so. Okay. Henry Cavill. I mean, listen. Mm. Folks, he could be a great Century. Uh, even would. Uh, with the upcoming Captain America 4 there was rumours that you know in Eternals the big celestial that came out of Earth that that is like they're going to find a source of adamantium on that Um, so there's rumours of that they were saying the villain of that movie could possibly be uh, General Ross as Mm -hmm. Red Hulk they were talking about Betty coming back General Ross's daughter as Red Hulk female version Uh, so many movies so many rumours so I heard that there's rumors of Kevin Feige phoning up anyone who's ever played a Marvel character in any movie to come back for Secret Wars. Um, you know, so that's not really. Rumors... I, I wouldn't say they're rumors. I think it's just people putting out ideas, bro. That's it. That's probably what it is, and that's what happens. I think, and you know, Disney have shown to kind of listen, and Marvel's trying to have to listen to the fans, but they still got their projects and stuff that they have to do for me bro like i said i love all of this i'm super excited i will watch it all i I, but i'm not going in with any expectations as i did with dr strange no uh, no so that's that's my thought honestly slowly gone past that like i I like enjoy it for the content that we get but you know as i always say my movies are and some shows they're not rewatchable no more like you know, TV shows that I used, I can re- sit down and rewatch again. Uh, stuff that came out in the eighties and nineties, and and movies as well that I can watch a hundred times. Like you know, Never Ending Story and Big Trouble in China, I can watch them a hundred times and still enjoy them for what they are. But now we've come to a point now where it's like, I don't know, man. But I'm interested to see what they do. I'm gonna always watch it. We're gonna always support it. We're fans of it, so why not? You know what I mean? But the rumors have become way too much now, bro way too much and it's just avoiding all of that and spoilers and stuff like that now like it's hard to it's hard to avoid that shit i mean look in regards to rewatchable movies i do agree Uh, i do think when we were kids we were a lot more patient like just through christmas we introduced the nephew idris to and um, to home alone immediately he loved it i love the way it's so fascinating to see 
him crack up and laugh and beat you up while he's laughing. He's so excited to see it. <laughs> wow, we used to do that when we were young. So it's fascinating to see that. But he watched Home Alone 2, then he wanted to go watch part one. He called it, what did he call it? Level one. Level, he wanted to watch yeah. level one. Then the next, and then the next day, I want to watch level one and level two again of Home Alone. Like he he went on a three-day binge of watching a movie, which I love. <laughs> but then he, he got a little bit excited and violent. So we had to say, look, calm down on Home Alone. Um <laughs> But I was able to watch those two movies again. The Christmas movies, I really yeah. enjoyed. Last summer, I, I could watch that all day, every day. Look, mm. I do disagree a little bit. I could watch... Ash is watching Spider-Man, but No Way Home. I, I I'm definitely can go down and watch it again. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can do that. Avengers Endgame, I'm not going to lie. I could watch that multiple times. Avengers Infinity War... I could watch that multiple times, like Civil War. And the reason why I could watch it multiple times, I think it's just because of the funness of the uh, the action scenes. The, and the action scenes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the MCU movies I could possibly watch, you know, again, you know. I'm, I'm trying to let them die out and eventually come back to them and whatnot. But, you know, not just those. I mean, there's tons of new movies, like Top Gun Maverick. I saw that multiple times. Mm. I can yeah, see that. Same. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's only one in a few. Like, you know... Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's another one that I I watched several times. So there, there's a handful, bro. But I'm I think like there's some of the comic book movies that we're getting now. Even though Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is it on Disney Plus? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I you have, even know that. I have it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. even know. So like those movies are starting to slowly. I feel like we're getting oversaturated. As much as I love it. As much as I love seeing it, where we are oversaturated now, bro. And that's why you're getting, you know, companies like Warner Brothers starting to think, you know, when doing DC Studios and stopping all the projects they're bringing up because they just want to see more money come through. They need to start thinking about quality because you look at something like Avatar, bro, out for three weeks, coming up to 1.45 bill. But a movie took 10 years to make. So it's like quality, high standard cinema experience quality to let's just turn over shit every couple of months. Oh, I said it again. Summary, I was stuck for a lot. Sorry, Lara, sorry. To turning that fast stuff. But yeah, that's just my thoughts. There was another thing that I wanted to add on there as well with, with the Marvel and DC stuff. And I know James Gunner has been getting it recently, bless him. But I don't, and, and I don't even know if this is true, but I kept on seeing it circulating on online that Henry, Gal Gadot and Ben are looking to sue WB because of their, mm-hmm. how they've been treated with Warner Brothers. And, you know, you know they were all in contracts to play these characters for like 10 years when they could have gone and done loads of other different projects. Yeah, I mean, if the room, I don't know if that's true as well, because I, I saw something about that too. I haven't seen anything else circulate after the first thing I saw, so I don't know if it's true or whatnot. I mean, Henry Cavill did, post a message after humbly explaining the situation and humbly saying that, you know, I had a good conversation with them and I understand and support the vision and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I mean, if they had contracts, then I guess they have a case to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, maybe like, I mean, I mean, I don't know about Henry Cavill, but it felt like, I know he stopped the Witcher because he felt like he wasn't, and he's a gamer. Heading the right direction. Yeah, his, it wasn't yeah. heading the so, right direction. So that's why he said, yeah, because and he's a gamer. He wanted it to be true to the game and stuff. So that that's valid. But still, it just looked like he stopped that because he had Superman come in and he was going to concentrate on that. And then Superman dies off and he's like, oh, shit, I've got to find my foot in again. 
Uh, it doesn't mess them around. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, if they got contracts and they have all the right to do what they want, if they don't, I mean, I mean, I don't know. This is Hollywood, right? I mean, they made it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sure there's thousands and thousands of young actors and actresses who move to LA and Hollywood and just get rejected like crazy. I can't remember who it was. It might have been John Bethnal. Um, who was talking about it on the Rogan podcast. And he's like, as an actor, rejection is one mm. of the biggest things a part of the game in the beginning. Like You have to be able mm. to take rejection and know and failures and work on them like um, and whatnot. So I believe like they're used to that, but on a bigger scale. No, no, of course, of course. Let me see these two arguing about food. Or peanut butter toast. Peanut butter toast. Star pasta? Peanut butter toast. Have we got bread? Yeah, I bought it. Awesome. All right, cool. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, listen, man, I, I feel for them. If it's something that's true, then, you know, they deserve every bit they can get. But what can we do, man? MCU, snatch them up. Snatch them up. up. Snatch them up. I also heard that, uh, real quick, that Black Panther 2 is the highest grossing female lead super marvel superhero movie in domestically in the u.s so wow. it beat it beat wonder woman wonder woman one i believe was the first one then it was mm. captain marvel which hit one point something well no domestically which was u.s only and then black panther 2 so yeah so in the u.s black panther 2 is the highest grossing female lead super superhero movie at the moment anyway that's it um, that's it yeah so pretty awesome pretty awesome i didn't even know that captain marvel made over a billion dollars man damn man like the marvel movies were at a point where they were hitting the billions 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 i do not think they hit a single billion this year uh no. dr strange got up to 900 spider-man got to 1 billion but that was last year so this year they didn't hit any billion mm. now i don't think that should be a target. i mean of course it should be a target they should make the money but i think that goes to show the quality of, as you just discussed earlier. And there was rumors that I heard that Marvel were going to focus. I, I've taken back the feedback that they've got. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing the fan feedback, but also the money feedback, right? Because that's a big feedback too. Yeah, yeah and of course. That, right, listen, we need to go back and concentrate on the quality. But, you know, phase four was after end games. And I, I feel like, I feel like, because I'm, I'm thinking about it. Because they're telling a long-form storyline. Long-form mm. storyline. Yeah, like, yeah. Character building, all this <clears> shit. <throat> if you just went from Endgames, which was a dramatic end, we lost Iron Man and this whole war, blah, 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 blah. Five years of everyone disappearing. Blah, blah, and then straight away, your next movie is Kang the Conqueror's coming. It's kind of like, well, doesn't the world have a break? Like, doesn't the... There's got to yeah, be yeah, some yeah. break. There's got so, be. It was kinda, so this was just like all about, you know, moving on from Endgames. Uh, a lot of grieving, a lot of moving on, a lot of grieving and all that sort of stuff. And then introducing new characters and, you know, their process of entering the MCU and whatnot. So mm. I kind of see it as like a, a filler year. You know what I mean? You know, you know, we've had filler movies. This was a filler year. And just giving us a little glimpse of Kang Conqueror. We got him in Loki and whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. But just a little glimpse. But everything else was like, we're trying to get over what the fuck we just went through with Thanos. Right. Mm. Let's have a break. And then a new villain will come. That's yeah. I mean, I'm trying to look at it from a I mean, I'm no expert, but again, from a from a perspective of storytelling, like you know, villain after villain, and there's always villains in these movies, right? Yeah. But I'm saying a big villain coming every second, every time, it's just kind of like 
oversaturating villains. I mean, no, no, of course, of course. I mean, like, I I like the way they build up. Um, I like the way they build. I I like the way they built up Thanos, and I'm gonna. I hope they do the same thing with Kang. And I like the fact they gave us a little glimpse of what to expect in Loki for this whole year. We're gonna get a lot more of him mm. in. I um Ant Man and the Wasp coming next year, and then I don't mind if they go a bit blank on him and let other things happen. But just loving the fact that they just introduced this guy here and there mm. a little bit. Um, so that's my perspective. My Phase Four, yes, wasn't the best, but I feel like it was a filler year, and it's Marvel content. You want content? Here's a bit of content. Enjoy it for the year. We'll come back to you with Kang later on. You know what I mean? So I think that's fun. I I mean that's I in my opinion I can enjoy that. No, no, I can I can agree. I can agree. Yeah. I suppose it was, I think, because it's still new and all his characters are new and we just fell in love with all those characters, isn't it? And and it was hard to let go. And I know this oh, was a phase where it was trying to let grief happen, move on. A lot of stuff happened in this one. Moving on, mental health, new characters. So it was, it was, it was full on, bro. Definitely. I do, on. There was one more rumour that Robert Downey Jr. is coming back for Sequel Wars. Another rumour. I, 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 heard, I heard that as well, but it's not confirmed. Everybody loves believing it, but I, I won't believe it until he says it himself. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh. yeah, man, rumours oh. are fun. Rumours are fun. Rumours get out there. You know, I just want my guy Punisher to come back. Punisher. I was hoping and, and Rogan will be talking about that, that role, but they didn't. It's a great podcast. Do check it out. Uh, I love what John Bethnal is doing. I don't know if you hear his podcast, but it, it's really good. And Bethnal seems like a type of dude. He's just a real dude. Um, but I would love to see him back as the Punisher. I, I, so, and, and yes, I want to see him with Daredevil and all that, but I want to see him with Captain America. I want to see him with Rhodey. I, like, actually, when I read the comics, which I love, the respect that he shows for all the other war heroes, it, it, it's just humbling. I don't know. It's a nice feeling. I want to see the Punisher back. Um, and that's my thing. That's my dream. That's my Marvel dream um, to happen. So, you know, anyway. But, yeah, do check out John Bethnal's podcast with Rogan. And do check out his podcast because he's doing a lot of great work as well. The real um, ones, man. I love it. It's a good podcast. The real ones, yeah. Yeah, the real ones. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a good podcast. It's it's, it's wholesome. And, you know, and he's got some great guests on there. You know, he started off with Shia LaBeouf. And now he had that that Muslim convert who used to be in the army. Uh, which was a great episode as well. Uh, yeah, I mean that guy. Do check out. He was he was ready. He hated Muslims. He mm. was ready to blow up an Islamic center. He walked in, and he met a sister who just greeted him with just love and respect. And he ended up converting and becoming a devout Muslim. It, it's beautiful to hear these stories. I think I think um, um, yeah, no, he's great, man. He's doing great things, man. No, absolutely awesome. Uh, you know. Uh, good podcast as well. Very good podcast. Definitely want to check out. Definitely want to check out. Sure, cool man. Um, that's about it for this week, I guess. I don't think there was anything else. As there was no, no, I don't think there was nothing else. But uh, no, as as always, happy new year, guys! Massive thank you. We just did a massive giveaway. I gave away a whole load of posters, comic books, and uh, Funko Pops. I gave a wireless charger on our Twitter page. Our Twitter page is coming up close to eight hundred. Uh, we're coming close to four thousand on TikTok. We went past the three hundred on the on 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 YouTube. Instagram is still growing. We're coming up to five hundred on that. That's amazing to see. 
and people engaging with it as well. So we're going to have more guests, more people coming on, you know, always thankful for uh, the, the, the love you guys show and, you know, stay close, man. We've got some awesome stuff coming. I'm going to do another giveaway next week. So keep an eye on the Twitter page. I do all the giveaways on the Twitter page. I feel like I get a bit of response on there. So yeah, that is, yeah, it's good times, bro. Good times. Good, good times. times. Good times. Yeah. Another good year of uh, podcasts and stuff to do uh, coming up. So looking forward yeah. to it, man. That's right. Definitely. Definitely. All right, bro. Cool. We'll leave it there, man. We'll catch up. All right. Peace. One love. Bye, peace. everyone.